Cigar. I was trying to light my cigar. Uh, very, very professional. Because I have a, a triple IPA in front of me, and, and that deserves a good cigar. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Garage Gab, episode 10. Uh oh. Already technical difficulty. <laughs> Uh, it is episode 10, so with episode 10, we uh, I, I thought we would have our friend Chris Loveday back with us again. Welcome back, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> it, was real oh, in our, real. it was real in our souls. I appreciate you. Well, thanks for having me back. I know we had a lot of fun last time, so I'm Absolutely. excited to be here and uh, share some laughs and some ghost talk and yeah, some triple IPAs and all the good stuff. Yeah, this tri- right. this triple IPA. I thought, I thought it was gonna be like more bitter than it was, but it took my first sip and it was like super smooth. Sometimes a triple IPA can punch you right in the face. Right. But sometimes that's what you want. Like people <laughs> pay good money to get punched right in the face. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, so so yeah, I brought some beers from Deciduous Brewery in the uh, in Newmarket, New Hampshire, uh, which is part of uh, the most recent chapter that I've been working on as part of my book. And they're not a sponsor. <laughs> and uh, they are not a sponsor yet. But uh, great stuff. So if you are in uh, kind of the eastern New Hampshire area, Deciduous Brewery, one of the uh, better breweries in New Hampshire, in my opinion. I, I definitely have to check that out. My wife and I like to um, hit up a bunch of uh, local breweries and everything. So there's there's quite a few in the New Market and Dover area. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of make a little bit of a day of it. And mm-hmm. uh, there's definitely some good restaurants out that way. And we're going to talk about the Three Chimneys Inn in a little bit, um, which is you know, the, the subject for my, my chapter six of the book that I've been working on. And uh, we'll talk about the ghostly encounters that we had there. And, um, yeah, but, but definitely, you know, it, it's not that far of a drive from where you are. So, uh, you know, for people listening from not from New Hampshire, uh, definitely, you know, check out the Seacoast area, Portsmouth, Dover, Newmarket areas, a lot of cool history, a lot of cool things to do out there. So now I, it, I was going to, uh, bring me to my to my first question for you is you were okay with um, dropping the name of the location that you did an investigation at? Oh yeah, uh, so we are going to talk about the Three Chimneys Inn uh, in Durham, New Hampshire, uh, which is right by UNH, right, our big college here in uh, New yep. Hampshire. We kind of have UNH and Dartmouth over on the west side, uh, Ivy League school. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've had a long running history with them. Um, Had a lot of good ghost stories over the years, and started going there back in I think like, I think like February of 2011 is when I first started going there. So it's been wow. like 12 years of wow. uh, investigating, and, and uh, every single time that I've been there, which has been a couple dozen times now at this point, I've always walked away with something. So it's, it's a fantastic place. Originally built in 1649, so like super old. So you, you so think a lot of like history. Uh, when like the Pilgrims landed, like Pilgrims landed like 1620. Probably yep. after that, I mean, it was like you know, 43 years before the Salem Witch Trials, so that's pretty freaking old. Yeah. Um, and, th- th- you know, they try to keep a lot of it with that, that old classic feel, and, and when you're there, you can definitely, like, breathe in the history. Um, so it's really a fantastic place. That's awesome. So, I, I don't know, I can't, I can't remember if uh, the, when the last time you were here, 
if you gave a title to your book? Yeah, I'm calling it Haunted in America. Uh, play on words, though. So in is I-N-N. Gotcha. So Haunted in America, and I'm calling it, you know, your travel guide to haunted places. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, another like, little self-righteous plug here. But, yeah, it's uh, it, it's been a lot of fun to do. And really the focus is, is uh, you know, different areas, um, what to do there, places to go, you know, beverages to drink, like Deciduous Brewing Company, mm-hmm. um, different things that you can do in the area, you know, whether there's museums or, you know, a theater or, or something like that. But, uh, you know, the focus is what to do there and then spending a couple of nights at a supposedly haunted hotel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm six chapters deep. Um, started in Gettysburg back around Halloween and uh, have been having a lot of fun with it and uh, eating a lot of great food, uh, drinking great beverages, meeting nice people, breathing in a lot of history, seeing a lot of ghosts. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a, a dream job, if, uh, if I were to say so. I mean, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Kind of my idea of what I want to do with my life. So, now, do, do, you, do you prefer investigating solo? No. Uh, no. And um, so this was, so like I said, I, I've investigated the three chimneys in, call it 30 times by now. And, wow. And, and th- this was the first time that I've ever been there alone. Like, like they just gave me access to the main building and like a couple of other rooms. But the main building was completely empty. There was no one working the front desk. The building was locked. You know, they, they just let me in there. Wow. And um, I, I was completely alone, you know, for as long as I could stay awake, um, which was cool. But at the same time, like, I do like investigating with people. I do like being able to play off of each other's energies. Yep. And, you know, people can pick up different things and, and the senses get heightened and stuff like that. But uh, also, like, you can only listen to the sound of your own voice so long so you start like, like, yeah. like having, i hear that anyone that's you know a paranormal investigator is like it's, it's hard staying awake as it is yeah um when you're with a group of people when you're there by yourself and you're, you're like talking to yourself like right like it, and nobody's it really talking about quick. yeah so uh yeah if, if you're sitting there in a room and you, you don't feel like there's any you know spirit energy there with you so you're literally just like talking to a wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little depressing, <laughs> but uh, but you know that it's kind of part of the gig. Um, sometimes I do have people with me, and sometimes, like in this case, um, you know, it's kind of a middle of the week thing where I, where I was alone, and you know, it, it was nice because uh, in the middle of the week there weren't that many people there, yeah. so uh, you know, it was nice and quiet, and you know, with my full access and everything like that, um, you know. It, it was a good time, and I did walk away with a little bit of evidence. So. Nice. Yeah. What What is the most compelling piece that you've gotten from that night? From From that night, okay. So, so I considered a fairly quiet night. Uh, there was only a few times where I felt like I wasn't alone, and um, but did walk away with a couple of things, and uh, we'll listen to them in a little bit. Unless you want mm-hmm. to queue it up now. Yeah, we can okay. we can listen to it a little bit. So. Um, I started the night off in room number six. In room number six, uh, I, I do have a lot of stories in that room. And it always, it, out of the entire, there's 26 guest rooms, right? 
Mm-hmm. And room number six always makes me the most uncomfortable. And uh, I don't I don't think we ever like found it through research, but but the rumor was that a, that a gentleman did like hang himself in that room like back in the eighteen hundreds. Oh wow! There's like a exposed beams, and you know the uh, the folklore is that a, that a guy hung himself. In I have seen an apparition of a man in that room, seen a bunch of stuff, but never really get that much evidence, mm-hmm. but it always makes me uncomfortable. So room five and six are conjoined rooms. So you have room six, and then there's a, you know, kind of a door that goes in between. Right. So if people want to book that together, they can. Um, and, I, I, you know, I, I've been to hundreds of places, right? But for whatever reason, room six, when I cross the threshold into room five, like literally step over the threshold from one, you know, the doorway into the next room, yep. it's like a weight just gets lifted off of your shoulders. And you just feel so much lighter. The air just seems clearer. Like, I, I, I can't really explain it, mm-hmm. but um, that, that's definitely how it is there. Um, so we're, we're going to play this through, uh, through the speaker here. So, uh, okay. you know, this is through a laptop, through a speaker, through a microphone, through a computer to you. Yeah. So, you know, this is like going through six things here. So hopefully you can hear. Um, Jeremy, why don't you put your mic closer to the uh, speaker? Since that, uh, the, right. that, that, is, that is a mic that's on steroids, although it's smaller than the other two. That's what she said. <clears throat> um, okay. So, so I am in room five. So I've, I've crossed over i spent about 45 minutes or so alone in that uncomfortable room six yep where i did feel like there was something in there but i didn't get any evidence uh, which is common for this so i cross over the threshold into room five which i have a lot of stories for room five as well and i felt something <laughs> and i knew that there was something in there and uh and uh so i stopped so i was like all right i'll hang out even though they're conjoined rooms i'm gonna i'm gonna stay in room five for a little bit mm-hmm. So, you know, I ask a few questions and stuff like that. And then after a little bit, I say, okay, I'm going to leave room five. I'm going to work my way over to room three. You're more than welcome to come with me if you hear my voice, whatever. And so you hear me say that in the beginning of this clip here, and then you're going to hear something. Okay. All right, I'm going to move on since I don't think that you're here with me. If you can hear me and you want to follow me, feel free to. So it's super faint. Yeah, um, definitely heard like a little. Mm. But, so, <clears throat> so yeah, you hear me say that. You hear a squeak of a floorboard, and then you hear a, what I hear a woman's voice say, okay. Follow me. Feel free to. Could you hear it there? Yep. You hear it, okay. Good. Yep, very, very faint. It's very faint, but there's. Feel free to. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. kind of neat. Uh, definitely a woman's voice. I, you know, I hear okay. And to me, that's just, like, frustrating because, you know, I've already spent an hour and ten minutes, like, asking, like, what is your name? What are you doing here? Like, do you Tons of questions. Are you, you know, whatever. You know, like, I've run through everything that you could possibly ask. And then, right. okay, I'm moving on to another room. And then uh, you hear something say okay. Okay. Yeah. How frustrating. Help yourself, buddy. <laughs> that's, that's like you do you. <laughs> so, so this is within two minutes. 
So I walk out of the hallway and I see that the access to the attic is open, which normally is there, there's like a, a rooftop, you know, like a thing to go up in the attic, crawl space thing. And so I stop and I was like, oh, this is open. Normally it's not. And then I ask if anyone's up there. And then you hear the same woman's voice again say, okay. Just triples the frustration. <laughs> Is anyone up there? Wow. It's the same exact voice, it's the same exact yep. okay, right? Yep. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm five feet away from where I got the first okay, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely the same thing. Uh, and then, then finally, the third piece is a little bit more compelling. Um, so I was staying in room number nine, which is in the carriage house. Um, they put me there because it's the, the most recently remodeled room. R- really nice room. You get a jacuzzi tub, fireplace sitting area, king size bed. Uh, you know, book room number nine if you can. How much you make? Really nice. Like, like seriously, it is a ro- like a nice romantic getaway. Or yeah. Whatever you can crank on the fireplace in the winter time, get away from check out from reality with your, you know, your partner or whatever in, in this yep. day and age. Um, so, so definitely recommended. Uh, room number nine was cool, um, but in room number ten, um, not that long ago, a gentleman did take his own life in, in room number ten. Um, uh-huh. So they were. Uh, yeah, that one's going in and out. Yeah, he's going in and out. I'm totally cool. Or two. Just uh, we'll, we'll get it right up in there. All right. Yeah. 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 So room number nine is. Is, is right through, you know, a very thin old wall from room 10 where a gentleman did take his own life. And they did want me to check that out while I was there. Um, and see, see if I can get any information, see if this guy was still hanging around for whatever reason. Yep. You know, that's pretty common with suicide. Um, so I did, you know, through the course of the two nights there, I did ask a lot of questions, did do a lot of investigating within that room. Um, this, however, so I, I came back from, from the main building, went into my room, dropped off all my gear, and, um... Yeah, I don't know why that mic is... No, because you have to talk inside of it, and you talk it the top of it. Right. Take the... Should I lower my... See, now you there you go. I can hear you better. <laughs> That's a lot better. So how about we just... I'll just crouch down. No, no, we just tilt it, so you talk into it. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. All right, we can edit all this. I just want to make sure you're hurt. <laughs>
that's clear. That's clear. So yeah, it sounds like a dude saying, "Oh man." Oh man. Right? Yeah. 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 And that was in the room that had the the hanging, right? So, so that was uh, that was in room nine, which which is right on the other side. It, huh. Call it three feet away from where the guy took his head. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever SLS cam? So I did use the SLS cam, and honestly, it was the most quiet that I've ever seen it. I only mapped one figure in room six that I would say was actually something. I know you have it. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty cool gadget. Um, you know, it, it's definitely worth the investment over a lot of other stuff that's out there. Yeah. Um, I also did play around with the paranormal puck, um, which I think is a joke. Uh, not a sponsor. Not a, not a sponsor. <laughs> well, um, a paranormal puck is a uh, is a device, not necessarily. Something. Oh, I thought it was like a certain model from a certain brand. <laughs> no. uh, but but yeah, I ran through the whole. You know, I used the SB11. Yeah, I ran through the whole bag of tricks that night. Right. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it was was a fairly quiet night, but, you know, did walk away with these three pieces. That's cool to see something that came in the Yeah, and I, I do think it was fairly legit, and it was That's about the need, time where I was... We need videos so we can have videos going. Yeah. So, so now, uh, um, I, I apologize. You, Sorry, you're, I, you're, I got you off track. You're talking. Yeah. Cool. Wait. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what matters. <laughs> that is what matters. No, I'm all like all worried. So now, um, it, it's I forget what I was going to say. So excited. Like, <laughs> you got what I was yeah, that that was that was like the most clear EVP like clear. ever. Like that that's yeah, that I've ever heard. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that that was a good one. I was very glad when I was listening to nothing for a while and, yeah. and heard it. So yeah, nice. De- definitely cool. And uh, we'll have to go back and try to you know track that down and see if there's more there. Have have I asked have I asked you this before? Where do you where do you usually get your equipment? Uh it depends on what I'm buying, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, you asked in the last episode. Did I really? Yeah, okay. Did. All right. But I mean it's never never hurts to ask. That's true. Um, <laughs> could get a sponsor. When you're like buying something specifically for paranormal equipment, like you know, if you're buying a voice recorder or something, you know, Amazon or whatever nowadays. Yeah. Uh but I like Ghost Hunter, Ghost Hunter equipment, I think. St. Augustine Ghost. Oh, okay, yeah, we did we did have this conversation yeah, before, because I, I thought I, it was... I like them. Yeah. I thought it was Ghost Stop, but it wasn't Ghost Stop. I go to Ghost Stop. Yeah. Ghost Stop yeah. makes a lot of their own stuff. Yeah. Um, and then whenever I am looking on, like, I do want to get a portal device, and, like, they always seem to be sold out. Oh, really? Yeah, whenever I look, but it's yeah. probably just my curse. Or whatever. <laughs> One well, it's, like, it's like an obvious. You try to find one of those online, you can't find one safe enough. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Like, if the obvious is, is running off the same type of thing the paranormal puck is, I don't know. I just don't know if I believe it. Like, you type I know in, Ghost Pop has right. a. Like, what is your name? And Ghost it's like Fox vanilla. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And people jump to conclusions. And I don't know. That's not cool. And that's not what I'm trying to do. Right. I'd prefer a. Um, yeah, which is, which that is, was I wish yeah, I indisputable, my, right? I showed him a digital recorder at my house the other night. I got a solid, you know, right? I was asking yeah. questions and he heard it on a digital recorder without headphones on. No, like at my house, like there's no disputing that unless you really don't want to believe, right? There's <laughs> no disputing that. Yeah. Um. So, 
I will play. So, so this is going to be my very first EVP that I ever captured, circa like 2008. It's going back. So yeah, going back. Um, I'm not going to say where I was because I wasn't supposed to be there at the hour that I was there. Uh, but it is one of the. It'll more, be an off-air topic. Yeah, it, it was one of the more notorious places in New Hampshire for, for ghosts. Um, so, so here we go. Um, I'm not going to have to explain what it says. Is there a message that you want to pass on? That is awesome about my car. I saw like a... Like a gray... Like an oval, like a... Probably about two feet tall. But it's probably... Like our height. behind my car. So, so clearly the dude says no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I clearly. I, I don't have to uh, tell you what that means. Um, wow. And then, yeah, right after that, so like, that's cool. Like right after that I saw something, I had a white car and I saw like a gray thing like walk behind that car. So, oh. that just kind of validated his voice. Yeah. Like the huh. travel Yeah, that was my first EVP that I ever got. Um, I remember when I was listening to the audio, I was eating cereal. And I <laughs> spoon and, like, the Frosty Flakes just kind of fell out of my mouth. And I was like, I was like oh, my God, those are real. You know? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I, 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 was, I was talking to you a little bit last night, uh, or, you know, sent you a text message. Like, sometimes when you've been doing this so long, you, like, kind of question your own sanity a little bit. You're like, like, yeah. are, are ghosts really, like, you know, the people that say ghosts aren't real, are they, like, right? Like, are ghosts not real? Like, am I, like, wasting my time? Like, what's what's going on? And then, like, I pulled up the thumb drive where I have all these files, and I stuck in the computer, and there's, like, you know, like 300 files, and I'm like, oh, yeah, ghosts yeah, aren't real. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> now I remember, you know, oh, yeah. there's, like, indisputable stuff from the media. Yeah. That's cool, you got so much stuff. It's, it's mind-boggling to me how, how people can be so rigid on the opinion and there's nothing wrong with this on the opinion that ghosts aren't real and most of those people have never done what we do so they don't have the experience and they don't hear and see the things that we have seen and heard or people get scared when they see them they forget about it and it's like but they they have suppressing like the memory they have they have no other they have no other opinion but to say ghosts aren't real nope it's, nope it's not real and that, that's fine and, and hopefully mm-hmm. maybe they won't ever find out because you know I, I you know like we just listened to an audio clip from 2008 like so like I was like I'll use the term balls deep it, you know, into the fields while, uh, while like the popularity like peaked, you know, mm-hmm. and like all the wasted time and paces that I had to go and do because you know it was so popular. And it's like the thing to do when you're just wanting to be stuck in your house forever. But like, yeah, so like there, there was like definitely a grind for for pop culture in, in the paranormal field, the paranormal world. Yeah. 
Yep. Yep. Um, that's good. Ghost of the Jersey Shore Defenders. Yep. All, everything. Paranormal State. Yep. Uh, Paranormal Witness. <laughs> which? What, what Paranormal? What, what's the Brothers one? Uh, Ghost Brothers. Ghost, Ghost Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. Ghost Brothers. Yeah. It's like Ghost <laughs> One with the Brothers. <laughs> those guys are funny. Uh, those guys are funny. Brothers Ghost. Yeah, Paranormal caught on film. Yeah. yeah. Like they they dragged it out and they kind of too like. So it's kind of dying down a little bit. So I feel like we can kind of come back up and like out of the you know, yeah. out of the ground. Yeah, the, the hype is so over. So to speak, yeah. <laughs> quote unquote. Thank God. It's funny, like in like 2012, I'm like, I can't wait for like this to die down, so yeah, so I can you know get back focused on to like actually finding answers. Oh God, what was the point? Uh, Ghost Ghost Adventures was uh, Zach Bag and what, what's his name? Zach. Yeah. Zach yeah. and and oh, uh, the other guy, Nick uh, Nick Roth. Yeah. Yeah. So Nick and I used to be pretty. T- he's from New Hampshire, right? He's from Pelham. Really? Um, I so did him not and know I, that. him and I used to be pretty tight back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. And like his cousin was like a bartender at a at a facility that I frequented often. So yeah, <laughs> we would we would you know slide into each other's DMs and talk about and share evidence and talk about places and stuff like that. That's cool. Uh, so Nick was always cool. Um, you know he's got his own show now, so we're glad that he's doing that. Yeah. Zach was always kind of a, a trip, a little bit of a, a control freak. Yeah. Um, I so. Heard some yeah, not like so he good. Needs to have control over Heard some not so good things about Zach a while back. I heard he got sued. I mean, not to talk about politics or anything. I mean, anybody that makes money, though, chances are you're going to get sued. Yeah. yeah. At some point in time, yeah. Yeah. You become a target. Um, yeah, I, I worked with them on the uh, Lizzie Borden episode. Oh, really? And my really good friend, Kate, who was part of our paranormal team back in the day, uh, she was the actress that played Lizzie. Oh, you go back and watch the episode. Really? That's my friend Kate. Um, huh. So, uh, tip to you, uh, Kate, if you're listening. <laughs> we still talk about so our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope to get it to a lot. Yes, uh, or, or at least 12. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, it, it's been a pretty wild ride. But uh, let me go back into plugging through Finney's one more time. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, 1649, if you like history, go to the Three Chimneys Inn. But more importantly, if you like food, go to the Three Chimneys Inn. It's a culinary delight. Uh, their menu is, is fantastic. Uh, uh, they kind of are a sponsor. Um, <laughs> They're not paying us, so no. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. But, uh, you know, get some creme brulee or whatever. But, like, you know, breathe in the atmosphere. Check out the history. Uh, you know, mention our name, and uh, maybe they'll let you walk around, tell you some ghost stories, things like that. Um so yeah, it's a really cool place. Uh, Sixteen forty nine, like I said, there's a there's a cemetery on property. So if you stay in room fourteen, you're literally sleeping next to like a person that's been buried for two hundred years. Oh Five feet away wow, from that's room fourteen. Like, yeah. Um, but also, <laughs> like right on the property, uh, there's there's a lot of history as well. There was um, I believe they called it the Oyster River Massacre, where um, a Native American tribe. Joined the French and attacked the village and like killed like 100 people, I think they say. Yeah, right? yeah right I heard about area. that. Um, so, Oyster River Massacre. 
my ex-girlfriend and I, we went to the Woodman's Museum. Yep. And they talked about that, and they actually have, I think it's a cabin from that village. So the, the person there at the museum told us all about that story about the massacre, and I think people were kidnapped and taken away and stuff, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, like a lot of shit went down right there. <laughs> yep. Right, right, right there on the river. Yep. Um, so th- they got that going for it. Also, um, I'm big into the American Revolution, and a lot of people not from around the area think that the American Revolution started in either Boston or in Lexington. So it's a soccer team, right? Yeah. <laughs> Touche. With the, uh, w- w- with the, the quote-unquote shot heard around the world, right? Uh, yep. But actually, the first act of aggression against the British military was in um, Fort William and Mary, uh, I think we call it Fort Constitution now, out in, like, Portsmouth Harbor. Yep. Out, out in that way. Um, so a bunch of, like, drunk, like, you know, settlers, like, got together and, like, banded together and went out there and, like, took their guns and, like, gunpowder and, like, ammo and stuff like that. And uh, one of the places that they stored that was right there at uh, the Three Chimneys Inn uh, at Valentine Hill Estate. Wow. Um, so there's a plaque for that in the in the... I think the commander is also buried there as well. Um, so he's their monument. So that's really the first act of aggression, not the shot heard around the world, which is Captain Canada. <laughs> so is, it, is there a time frame of when your book is coming out? So I want to do 12 chapters, so I'm halfway there, right? Okay. Um, the Lizzie Borden house is going to be part of it. Yep. Um, so I'm just kind of waiting. It's probably going to happen in July. Uh, so that, um, the Hawthorne Hotel in Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. So those are like the last two that I think I'm going to do in New England because I don't want it to be all about up here. Mm-hmm. Um, Savannah, Georgia. It's haunted in America. Haunted in America. I'm, yeah. I should really call it like kind of Eastern Edition or something like that. Like I'm not really crossing the Mississippi with this book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Savannah, Georgia. Volume two, West Side. So yeah, Savannah, Georgia, New Orleans. Um, I'm probably going to do the Gulf Coast of Florida. Um, I have a few places um, in mind there, and I'll, I'll uh, nab a Tampa Bay Buccaneers game while I'm down there. There you go. Um, and probably Halloween Horror Nights in Google Studios. Plug, plug. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, so I want to get in that, those like five six more places uh maybe like the myrtle's plantation too and then kind of wrap that up a nice package uh 12 chapters you know get that uh, edited up sent off and start working on volume two nice yeah are you are you a cigar guy i'm mean, you're getting way off topic I'm, but... I'm not i mean i've enjoyed several like bachelor parties or like after yeah. wedding parties and stuff but yeah. it's not something i wake up because um, yeah. I, I, I gonna, do that with tacos. I, was gonna, I, was gonna, <laughs> I, do, I do do that with tacos for sure. But, so but you, de- you definitely, you definitely wake up and, and to go out tacos so, as soon as you wake up. Yeah, so you had locked around for dinner tonight. Yeah, right? I did. Which, which one did you yeah. go to? Uh, the one in the North End, Manchester. Yeah. For me, that's the original one. So yeah, story about Lacrada. So like, I am probably like one of the like most revered, celebrated patrons of the dairy Lacrada. <laughs> Enjoyed, you know, going there. I, I probably go there like ten times a month. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you want to know where I'm wasting my money, uh, <laughs> tacos but, and burritos. So, my introduction to La Coretta, I was 21 years old, 
where do you go when you're 21 years old? A bar. Look, look right up. We can all say it. What's the strip club? <laughs> the strip right? the strip oh, yeah, club. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, old, sure. The strip club. And a, a, a lovely lady told me that I need to go. <laughs> she was a very lovely lady. Very and pretty girl. Glitter. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, and I should always remember her because she's the one that told me to go to La Coretta and have a dose of tea in a frosted glass. Oh, yeah. And then I've been hooked ever since. Do you do a uh, regular pint or do you do the tall? Yeah. Do you ever do the dosakis in the uh, in the tall mug? The yeah, big boy? the big big mug. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, I get a Dos Equis in the in the big mug, and halfway through it, I start becoming the most interesting man in the world. Like, early early I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of halfway there, but when I start drinking the Dos Equis in the yeah. big mug, then He's speaking it just you, comes you, out. He's speaking facts. Hashtag facts. You you don't always drink Dos Equis, but when you do. But I was going to say, if you if you were if you were a cigar guy and you were going down to a Tampa Bay Bucks game in Tampa, oh, Ybor uh, City, Ybor yeah, City, yeah, Tampa Cigar City, America, yep, for sure. yep, yep, yep. Um, Let's I, go. I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'm, I'm down. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> we're taking the show on the road. It's to very Tampa, baby. <laughs> yes, it's uh, it's heavily uh, Colombian influenced, and there's just a bunch of. Uh, uh, like sidewalk uh, coffee shops, espresso shops, and and they have cigars and humidors, and it's like everybody's sitting on the sidewalk smoking a cigar, drinking an espresso. It's really cool. It's really cool. So Colombian influence. You've also yeah. been down to the strip clubs in Tampa, haven't you? All right, let's go. <laughs> Colombian influence. Okay. All right. Let's go. All right. Yeah, that was a curveball. I'm gonna play another greatest hits here for you from the Three Chimneys Inn. So this is in room number three in the main house. Um, this is one of my favorite pieces from over the years. This is like circa 2012. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and play that for you. This little kid. All right. Let's say you kid. stink. It was you little, stay here. It was, it was a little kid. Yep. So you I hear me. voice. Yeah. So you hear you hear a couple of footsteps. So mm-hmm. so I'm hosting an event. We're in room three. I'm with like five like older ladies, and they aren't saying a damn thing. It's really awkward. I'm doing all the talking. I hate doing all the talking. And like I'm just crazy. like I'm like oh my god save me. So what we're doing like that was my territory, and then they would take the group of people and move them on to the next okay. section. And. Um, so, so they would grab the people, move them to the next section, and bring in another group of people. Yep. And so I hear someone approaching the door, so I get up to walk towards the door, and then you hear an EVP of a little girl, and yeah. I think she says, you stay here, as in telling me to sit my ass back down, you stay here. I heard three, three, three words. Oh, I got it that time. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So, so I heard stay. You, you stay here. You stay here stay. is what I heard. Yeah. Is, is, I heard something I to stay. So I'm like, you stay here. So but do, do you, you hear is very faint. 
Do it's you kind of like trails off? Yeah. Do you hear these EVPs in real time? Like you know, with like, or do you have to, do you pick them up when you go back and listen to the recording? That that one it was a sure EVP where I didn't hear until you know a week later after listening or whatever. Um, I do have some disembodied voices on here where you know you do acknowledge I, I just heard something. Sometimes you can just hear like the muttering or whatever. You just hear a noise, and then you listen to it, and it's like a full sentence or something like that. But uh, but yeah, sometimes it is a disembodied voice. Um, here here's another one from the Three Chimneys in as as well. Um, okay. So so this is actually one of my favorite EVPs of all time. So you're gonna hear. All of us have heard what a voice recorder sounds like when someone's touching it, right? Yep. So we had a voice recorder on the on the bed of room two and you hear it being picked up and touched right you hear it being picked up and touched the boob. Yeah. and um i'm out in the hallway so i'm six or seven feet away mm-hmm. and you hear a man's voice as he's picking up this voice recorder and touching it. wow Yeah, so you're picking up. You hear it being picked up, right? Yeah, the thing is on the bed with no one in the room. You hear a male voice. You hear a man's voice go, "What is this?" And then you hear my voice come in afterwards. I didn't. I didn't catch exactly what I heard. That I'm going to listen to that. You heard the scraggle of the hands. Yeah, you hear. You hear the thing being touched, right? Yeah, yeah, picked up. Right there. Wow. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite pieces wow. because you actually hear a, 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 a piece of equipment being picked up mm-hmm. and then a dude asking, What is this? That's crazy. I, don't know. I, I, I love that one. That's, that is. You hear that clear as day. That is awesome. So, uh, you hear that clear as day, though. This is uh, this is John. What's up, John? Yes. 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 John lives across the street next to the lighthouse. <laughs> the very shiny lighthouse. So Tim, tell me if you can tell me what this one's like. Crack. Crack. Re- it, it does it really? Crack. <laughs> yeah. What? What, what? Now, what kind of crack were they talking about? Because you know, there's like a crack on the floor. There's plumber crack. Yeah. <laughs> There's actual crack. There's cracky right. so, so this is the same night, and I want you guys to listen to this. It, it, it's around like the same five minutes of conversation. Um, so let's see if you can pick up what this one is. Okay. This is a private residence. Three lights in there. Let's make them light up. I don't think you can do it. Yeah. Yes, you can. Someone says something, and then something else happens. So we have a K2 meter in another, we're, we're like sitting in the living room and then there's like a parlor room or whatever. And we have a K2 meter in there. And like we could tell there's something going on in that other room. Mm-hmm. So we're like trying to encourage it, you know, light up that thing. We'll know it's here. Um, and then you definitely hear a dude's voice say a full yeah. sentence. You do. So listen one more time then I'll tell you what it says. Green lights in there. Let's make them light up. I don't think you can do it. I heard the male's voice. I don't know what he said. It says 
get some cheap walkers in here. <laughs> really? <laughs> Replay it real quick. lights in there. Let's make them light up. I don't think you can do it. Yes. Yes. That time around. How does that make any sense? Get some cheap walkers in here. <laughs> that and crack. Maybe he said cheap hookers? I, mean, <laughs> I was going to say. Maybe he was saying cheap hookers. Maybe he wanted walkers and crack. Walkers and crack, right? Maybe so, he was a crackhead. So after, what after, kind of walkers are there? I'm gonna, gonna go with streetwalkers. Streetwalkers, right? streetwalkers. Daywalkers, they're they're like they're they're, they're like Blade. So, like Blade. Uh, yeah. That was so clear. Let me uh, I'll I'll play you a daywalker EVP in a little bit. Okay. Uh, so remind me. Um, so forty one. Get some cheap walkers in here. All right, guys. Love you. You're out. Love you. See you, Junior. Love you. Love the podcast. Love everybody. Sorry, I just have stuff I have to do. All right. All good. I, t- I already told him about it. So, um, so get some cheap walkers in here. So after that one in the crack EVP, I started thinking. So like the house that we're investigating was owned by the same family. It's entire like it was one of the first houses on the west side of Manchester by Rock Rock Rimmon. And like we have photographs of like this house and nothing else around. Right. It is like OG like <laughs> farmhouse on the west side of Manchester, owned by the same family. So the fact that we're getting like an EVP saying crack and like get some cheap walkers in here and like this place was super active. I probably have like the, the location pieces. demographic alone. It's, <laughs> it's rock ribbon. So, <laughs> so so that started me started getting me thinking like could there be ghost squatters? Like an empty house, ghost know that no one's living in it. That's what we we're doing. We we're caretakers of this house. There's no one living in it. Yeah. So, are there ghost squatters? I think that answered my question. Crack. <laughs> crack. Yeah. Yeah. Crack is whack. Crack. Okay. Um. Drugs are bad. Okay. I make too much money to smoke crack. <laughs> we can keep going with this, or what, what do you want to do? Uh. What, what, what else do you have left? Did you ever go around <laughs> the cemetery? Right here? No. Check that out. Yeah. Oh, the big one? Yeah. The big eyes. Have gone out there? I know for a fact my oldest daughter's mother's father committed suicide in that cemetery. Oh, so really? he could be there. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I learned how to cry. So what do you have? What do you have next? And, I, I mean, like as far as like going to investigate. I'm gonna say. I, I, I mean, I might go back on three chimneys for follow-up yeah. the hotel down in mass it was pretty cool and then uh i'm probably gonna do hawthorne hotels probably be next, so. yeah uh my friend my friend and his wife got married at the uh, hawthorne hotel the ballroom is um, pretty cool yeah um and if you ever go in there there's like these stairs that go down from the lobby and like all, it, it doesn't feel right it doesn't feel right are they all the stone like steps i think it's yeah. just, just carpeted Steps uh, just kind so of going down to I don't know where, but have you ever been to? My sister got married there. I want to say it's the Christmas Tree Inn. Oh, Christmas Tree Inn. I think it's in uh, Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been there? Because I heard when she got married there, um, there was some stories going around while we were there that some some of the rooms there are haunted. So that that's like um, 
that that's a place that does have things on online that you can read that that there are stories yeah um actually that whole entire town for whatever reason jackson new hampshire like the jackson inn the eagle yeah. mountain the inn. eagle mountain house yeah they're uh, all kind of in that area and like they're all the wildcat the inn wildcat yep yeah it's another one. Oh, um the mount washington is going to be oh yeah the final chapter is, is gonna say that nice that that's that's the golden goose right there. It's golden goose, got married <laughs> there. Goose. It's the golden goose. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How is uh, uh, Courtney? Doing good. Nice. Doing good. Doing awesome. Good. Probably hanging out at home. She'll listen to this later, so that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. She always so, like learns. She learns stuff about me and what, what we do. This <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad yeah, thing. I, I, right? I have a lot of questions to answer. She's <laughs> 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 so like. Fun. Wait a minute! You're talking to ghosts about drippers, hookers, and crack. Well, what else are you gonna talk to them about? Mm. <laughs> These are a few of our favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I always always have a blast having you on, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I know this is only the second time that you've you've been on, but but it has been always. It, it, it's Both times. Always. I mean, it's always. Yes, you're always. right. So, so here's here's another one. Uh, one of the places that we used to be able to investigate, which is uh, now turned into a private residence, they converted into a house and let people live there. Um, and we used to do live investigations on on the uh, the internet show that I used to do, uh, Shadows of the Night. Um, is there anything in the paranormal field that you haven't done? Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's horrible. <laughs> You've been missing out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we used to be able to investigate the Wilton's Main Street Cafe, which is, like I said, someone like lives there now, mm-hmm. and um, the place was wild. The, the, the whole entire town of Wilton is super haunted for whatever reason. Honestly, I, I think there's some something to do with running water through a Main Street town that just makes it haunted. And uh, this place had a lot of mimics, so. It would copycat what someone else was saying. So, like, so here's a good piece where uh, one of my co-investigators, Chris, we used to be called Chris Squared. Um, <laughs> he, Chris Double. He, he used to be large Chris, and I was medium size. Uh, <laughs> so, so he says, he says, "Let us gather," and then you literally hear something mimic him right afterwards saying. Okay. So yeah, so you hear him say, "Let us gather," and literally a woman right yeah, after. Sounds like says, right after, us, yeah. Sounds like right after, yeah. Wow. It's just me and him, so no chicks with us. That definitely is... not two chicks at the same time. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Two two chicks, one EVP. <laughs> so so yeah, that place. That... What are you even doing that for? <laughs> That that place uh, had a lot of uh, mimics, um, but uh, I, I used to see cool. a lot of like orbs. when you take pictures. Yeah, do you see those? Like, like I, I used mean, to go to cemeteries and take pictures, and you see the orbs. I, I've I've seen uh, I, I've seen a lot of orbs. I, I've been followed by orbs. Yeah, like the, the... and then I've seen colored orbs. Like I've seen like basketball, volleyball size, oh, like wow. colored green orbs, uh, just floating in the sky. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a level of manifestation uh, of the amount of energy that a thing can put into making itself. I got, I got one picture, and 
it came was full visible. And it was a full on guy right next to the cemetery. Yeah. Like, right next to a grave. Full on guy. And he wasn't there when I took pictures. Can you get that far? Yeah, I totally had to. Alright. Yeah. I need to see this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, full on. It was full on. That's speaking, what made me believe. Uh, speaking of orbs, so I'm gonna play a clip the the audio clip. Um, but there's actually a video of an orb, uh, probably three feet around. So like, you know, like big, yeah. um, that comes out of a closet, turns a corner in front of my face, goes across the room and goes up and over the camera that's facing me, that's recording me. And while this is happening, you, um, we kept That's personal. <laughs> so this orb, this, this orb comes out and turns in front of my face and says, "Die!" Wow. And just the time I'm going to do that. As you're seeing the orb. Uh, so I didn't see it was pitch black. Okay. Pitch black. So this was actually a case that. Oh, but you have the uh, orb on the video. But yeah, it's on, it's on the video. Yeah, of, okay. of the orb coming out and yeah. coming around my face. Uh, this was a case that Lorraine Warren gave us in, in Concord, New Hampshire, a private residence. And we also got, uh, actually, we were getting dive-bombed while we are down in this basement by bats. So we left the basement. I'm like, I'm like, I'm out of here. Like, so we're, we're up in the kitchen watching the video of bats flying in front of the camera. And, you know, we're recording it. And then when we reviewed all the video, there wasn't a single bat. So, real yeah wow. which it makes no so so you like see us like in the basement and you see us when we're reviewing it you see us come back out of the basement mm -hmm. you see another camera of us watching the monitors like we have another camera in the kitchen like watching us and you know like like pointing it out yeah but on the video that we're watching while we recorded it there's nothing so that was weird <laughs> that's it was intense. a it was a very weird case, and the people actually just ended up moving. They, 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 we're, we're done with <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there was a lot of weird stuff. We got like, uh, like twelve different voices, including that guy one that night. That that was intense right there. That's yeah. like camping. So, uh, <laughs> yeah that that was uh, that was a fun one. Damn. Wow. Wow, I I could I could literally like talk about all this stuff with you forever, but I mean we don't really have forever on the podcast. But um, we might get divorced, but I mean we could go on. Yeah, we could. <laughs> typical relationship. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I, I mean my. My wife and I were we were talking before you got here, and, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I, I like the the episode you did when when Chris was uh, Chris was on." I was like, "So you do listen?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, it was it was very interesting." And uh, and then we started talking about Father Ray. Yeah. And then uh, 
and and she goes, oh yeah, he he gets brought up all the time because she works uh, for Catholic charities as like a, a social worker um, for people that need some financial assistance and everything. Yeah, yeah, Catholic charities does a lot of great things. Yep, and um, and she's she's like, oh, Father Ray gets brought up all the time as is like a, a super do gooder, a super awesome guy, and I'm like that that is Father Ray, yeah. like that that is Father Ray. That's that's the guy who kind of throughout high school was kind of a mentor for me and and uh gave me my love of uh dad jokes <laughs> yes i think you really did there, there was one in particular uh that that stuck with me through high school uh and and there was uh or since high school rather and and it there's a condensed a very condensed version and then there's the Father Ray version from like '96, and the Father Ray version basically says there's three guys they rub a cheese door, and then they feel bad about it, and then they go to a cop, uh, they go to the cops, and the cop says uh, to the first guy, "What kind of cheese did you steal?" The guy said, "Right, well, I, I stole American cheese," and the cop said, "How do you how do you know it was American cheese?" And he's like, "Well, the package on it said American cheese." So then the cop asked the second guy, "What kind of cheese did you steal?" And he said, "I, I stole Swiss cheese," and the cop said. How do you know it was Swiss? And the guy said, well, it has holes in it, so it's Swiss cheese. So he asked the third guy, what kind of cheese did you steal? And the third guy says, I stole nacho cheese. And the cop said, how do you know it was nacho cheese? And the guy said, well, when I was running out of the store, everyone was yelling at me, hey, that's nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. <laughs> so the next version of that is, what do you call cheese that isn't yours? Nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. <laughs> what do you call a baby that is? That, uh... I don't know. I'm Nacho Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. uh, what did the cops say to the ice cube? Freeze. <laughs> yep. Classic. <laughs> uh, why? I don't know. I went to 108. Um. I think I'll do it better. What kind of what kind of tea does a soccer player drink? What kind of tea does a soccer player drink? Yeah. A penalty. I I still like my go to. The one where I got a bar down the down the road from me. Takes me five minutes to walk there and forty five minutes to walk back. Stumble back. The, the difference is the difference is stumble up. Yeah. Uh, the difference staggering. Is staggering. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think um, I think we're going to wrap up for for this one. But yeah. uh, Chris, thanks again for uh, for hanging out with us. Yeah, thank That's you. Been a lot of fun. Showing us. We Are we? What is this TikTok or is this Facebook TikTok. Live? TikTok. TikTok? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Condolences. Hi. <laughs> uh, the Chinese are yeah, watching us. Uh, how like how many? people watching right now. I, no, there <laughs> isn't. Wow. Let's start off 100. And the viewers go. You guys lost it. Yeah, that's the first time I've gotten up in the 56 minutes we've been recording. <laughs> yeah, no. It's been a lot of fun. Look forward no, to mine, mine starts off at like Absolutely. 200. So, um, so anybody who's watching on Facebook Live, go to our website 
or our Facebook page, New Hampshire Profile Paranormal. And we will be releasing this episode of Garage Gab uh, sometime next week, Monday or Tuesday. I don't I don't know which. Uh, probably not Tuesday because I got horseshoes. After some major editing. After horseshoes. <laughs> after horseshoes first, after guys. some major editing, which is going to happen probably Saturday because it's going to be a rainy afternoon, so it'll be perfect for it. Uh, anyway, again, Chris, thanks a lot for um, for hanging out with us and, yeah, and thank you. showing us some really awesome audio and um, good luck with the book and um, definitely can't wait to, to get my hands on it. Yeah, uh, the book. The book. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me as always and looking forward to sharing some more ghost stories. Right. Definitely going to have you back, yeah. Yep. All right, uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, next time, and uh, be good to each other.